thank you so much for joining us lutka now that the h1b registration is completed what will really happen next and how do applicants prepare for that so h1b registration actually was uh, extended for a little bit so it ended on march 20th um due to technical glitches uh-huh. but um you know lottery is going to happen soon and by march 31st we should know who was selected and who wasn't <laughs> so i'm sure it's very stressful for all of applicants and i'm really curious to see how many people applied uh-huh. you know every year it's always more and more so as i mentioned you know by march 31st we should know and you know just as a reminder last season we did not have second lottery or third lottery historically we did 2 years ago 3 years ago there was a second lottery um but we didn't have it so we shouldn't plan on it for this year mm-hmm. so let's talk about those that are selected for the yeah. lucky ones mm-hmm. so those that are selected just a reminder um petition h1b petition needs to be filed starting on april 1st until june 30th there are some considerations however so for example if we have f1 student on opt and let's say opt will end i'm going to make it up on may 15 it's really important that h1b petition would be filed prior to expiration of the opt because this way this student or this applicant would be able to benefit from continued um employment authorization by using cap cap extension so once the h1b is filed it's important for the student to provide receipt notice to the international student officer at the school so even though i keep saying student because they have student visa they are not in school they graduated yeah. working but they still need to report to international student officer so they can make it happen for them because just a reminder h1b really starts on october 1st so even though it's filed and ultimately hopefully approved it will kick in for those filing change of status on october 1st mm-hmm. and that brings me to another point for those selected that are not f1 students it's really important to remember just filing the petition doesn't protect the status doesn't mm-hmm. authorize people to stay in the united states because again h1b starts on october 1st mm-hmm. so let's use example of someone being here on b1 status for example or b2 um let's say the status is expiring on june 15 the h1b petition is filed but again uh h1b starts on october 1st so it's really important that that individual will extend the status and continues the non-immigrant visa status until october 1st so mm-hmm. with f1s it's a little bit different but all others need to make sure that there is no gap in status if they are in the united states another consideration is travel while the petition is pending they cannot travel because if those applicants travel they will uh abandon their change of status it's going to be denied so that's mm-hmm. really important to remember and you know they should be talking to their immigration lawyers about any potential travel now what about those that were not selected yeah. so hopefully they have plan b because it's always important to uh plan because it's mm-hmm. not a great ch- chance to be selected so i often see students um and you know first students consider maybe pursuing another degree. So if you graduated from a you have a bachelor's degree, just consider master's degree. Mm-hmm. Now, very limited. Doesn't happen too often, but I would like to bring it up because I saw a lot of questions on this. 
for individual completing bachelor's degree, STEM bachelor's degree, and did not use STEM OPT, then per, is, for example, now completed master's degree, and it's a non-STEM degree, they can actually use that STEM OPT and extend their OPT. So that's very important for those that are currently in the first year of OPT, non-STEM, but have previously graduated from STEM program and still have that available because wow. this would gain them another two years yeah. uh, and hopefully they're going to be selected at that point. Uh, and here I would like to bring up day one CPT and just to warn applicants, you know, there's a lot of fraud with all these programs offering day one CPT, which means that these students can work from day one. Um, just be very careful that, you know, to make sure it's a legitimate universities because I've seen a lot of issues later on. Once they are selected in the future in H1B, there could be a request for evidence. They could yeah. be questioning it. So just be very vigilant and make sure that it's um, legitimate university. And of course, there are many other options, so it's just important to start planning right yes. away. You know, whether it's a one visa, L1, religious, R1, so it's important to just start planning and not wait for yes. too long. Yes, if you, uh, you basically fail to plan, you plan to yes. fail, right? So exactly. that's where you have it. And thank you so much, Ludka. That is really great on getting people up uh, and running once they know their situation, whether they've been accepted or not through the